Hi, this is Angelotta. Welcome to another edition of Sadistically Speaking. This is episode 74, Denominators Suck. So there was another mass shooting, this time July 4th, at a parade in Illinois, and it made us all sick again. And watching the media coverage afterwards, I was struck once again at how difficult it is for our brains to deal with numbers and facts. I've made this case in previous episodes, and I'm pretty sure I'll say it again and again. I think it's a major theme of my podcast. Our brains evolved in a time when almost all of the information we encountered was from direct experience or the experience of our closest kin. As a result, we developed mental shortcuts that worked really well for that time, but work like crap in a society where now most of our information comes from media sources and not direct experience. So we're prone to something called the availability and the representativeness heuristics, as they're known in the psychological literature. Basically, we overestimate the probability of something if it's easy to come up with examples. So if you can come up with an example in your head easily, you think, well, that must be the most common thing. That works really well when most of the things you experience in the world are the things that come to your brain and not most of the things you see on TV or on the internet. And the funny thing is we're now in a place where we can actually go and find the probabilities of different events and characteristics right on our phone, right in our pocket. Okay, that sounded geek and antiseptic. So let me give you a few examples from the coverage from this most recent shooting. First, I watched a debate between two news anchors and one of them said... We need to figure out what is wrong with white men in this society that they keep doing this. The other person said, well, I agree they're mostly men, but I don't think they're specifically white. (laughs) So the first anchor, who was a large black woman, gave the second anchor, who was a tiny white man with a douchey haircut, a look that could easily be interpreted as, are you fucking kidding me? You better check yourself. This wasn't the only case I heard over this last week about the whiteness of this problem. And it is true that the three most recent popular cases of mass shootings in Buffalo, New York, Uvalde, Texas, and now Highland Park, Illinois, were young white males. It's very easy for us to come up with examples in our brain of what a mass shooter looks like. So, clearly, it's a white problem. And to support that, Mother Jones, while back, published a database of mass shootings in the U.S. from 1982 to 2021, and they pointed out that, yes, the majority of mass shootings were committed by whites. And I'm going to rely on the Mother Jones database because the U.S. government doesn't really keep a mass shooting database with shooters, race, etc. But I believe the Mother Jones database. database works pretty well. In fact, afterwards, Newsweek came out and also using that data reported that most mass shootings were by white males. And this fact was actually checked by PolitiFact. And they said, yes, mostly true. So it's settled. White males commit most of the mass shootings. Except if you look at the database, which I did, 54.5% 54.5% of all the mass shootings are in fact committed by white people. And that is the majority. It's over 50%. 
And at this point, I'm just going to talk about males. There have actually been three mass shootings by females, but the vast majority are males. So let's just go with that. Here's the problem. Whites, according to the U.S. Census, make up 63% of the population. So whites are actually underrepresented as mass shooters. If everything was randomly distributed and nothing about race had to go into mass shooting, you would expect 63% of all mass shootings to be committed by white people. But it's way less than that. It's 54.5%. On the other hand, black shooters make up 17.4% of mass shootings, even though they're only 12.3% of the population. Asian shooters. Asians are responsible for 6.6% of mass shootings, even though they only make up 3.6% of the population. This means that compared to the population, white shooters are underrepresented by 15%. On the other hand, a shooter is almost 1.5 times more likely to be black, given the population, and 1.8 times more likely, given the population, to be Asian. The real question the woman should have asked is, we need to wonder why Asian males keep doing this in the United States. Now, with our old ancestral brain, we don't really think about Asian and black mass shooters because the easiest to remember cases, especially recently, have been white people. I mean, the Virginia Tech mass shooting, remember that? Where someone killed 35 people? That's now over 15 years ago. So maybe it doesn't come to mind easily that that was an Asian shooter. Also, apparently, the Christmas parade shooting last year, last year in December, Waukesha, Wisconsin, which is, Waukesha, by the way, is only 80 miles from Highland Park. So I don't know if you know this, but that might be too long ago for our memories, even though it was last December. Six people died there in a shooting in a crowd and for a parade, and the shooter was black. I pointed this out before, that most people think that serial killers are all white. And it's true that white people are overrepresented as serial killers. There's, there's a higher percentage of serial killers that are white than there are in the population. That's true. But it's also true of black people. And in fact, the most prolific of all time serial killers is Samuel Little. He killed at least 93 people. And he's black. But he's not that well-known in popular culture. So we have stereotyped view of who these killers are. By the way, who gets bet off on serial killing and mass shooting and has a lower percentage? Hispanics. So then I turned on to Fox News and I saw some skinny white bitch bemoan the fact that the dickhole who shot up Highland Park wasn't detained earlier because he was clearly a problem. How could they have not have seen this? I mean... She pointed out he had tats. He posted a lot of disturbing artwork with guns and violent images. He once screamed that he would kill his entire family. Why was he not under more surveillance? And this is another example of our poorly evolved brain trying to struggle with information. And in her case, I'm pretty sure this Fox reporter had an even less evolved brain. She listed off a number of characteristics that fit with our view of the typical mass shooter. White, loner, into violent images, violent video games, 
problems with his family, disgruntled. And sure, that is a match of many of these uh, shooters. But it's also a match of pretty much every single kid I knew about growing up. Loner, disgruntled, violent, obsessed teenage boy pretty much describes me, including everyone else I knew. Have you ever seen a teenage boy's notebook or a high school desk? They're filled with swastikas and graphic images of blood and dismemberment all over the fucking place. So what do we do? We lock them all up? The problem here is one I've discussed previously as well. Humans suck at understanding what we call base rates and Bayesian thinking. We see characteristics that match our stereotypes and that's enough. We don't ask how common those characteristics are in the population. For every tatted, moron, isolated white boy that shoots up a parade, there are probably 100,000 of them in the general area that don't, despite looking just like him, just don't shoot up parades. And that's what makes this a difficult problem. The rarity of the problem makes it nearly impossible to predict or diagnose. I've discussed this, the same thing in the past with rare diseases. <laughs> if you find that podcast, I even did some math to show it was an impossible problem. And then everyone ignored that podcast because there was math in it. But the point is, is the more rare the situation, the more impossible it is to diagnose it, given the characteristics of the population. And it's not hopeless because even with these poorly developed brains and our math anxiety, we are capable of understanding the problem and complexity of base rates. And that makes this all the more frustrating. So the Twiggy Fox bitch I talked about, at the end of her rant about all these characteristics that should have called the cops, she said, we need to focus on all of these issues, mental illness, family issues, education, but the Democrats just want us to focus on guns. And then she said, but we know there are millions of law-abiding Americans with guns who don't shoot up parades. Exactly, bitch. You got it. You got it. You understand the problem. Here's the other problem. There are also millions of Americans with mental illness, family issues, and poor educations, and they don't shoot up parades. I turned to CNN. I saw someone point out that focusing on mental illness is not a solution because mentally ill people are not violent in general. And they're, in fact, more likely to be victims of violence. Yay! That moron gets it as well. If you have a wider lens, you can see that mental illness and family background and race are not predictive of these outcomes. And neither is gun ownership. None of them are good diagnostic cases for someone shooting up a parade. (laughs) She got it. However, the next word out of the CNN person's mouth is, so instead, let's focus on guns. Sigh. Oh, well, I guess there's little hope. Unless, maybe, we start demanding extra background checks on Asians. Pass the tequila. Out! Out!